Hello. Hey, everyone. Um, hope you're all staying safe and healthy during this time. Uh, mm -hmm. We wanted to hop on really quickly um, for a number of reasons. Uh, so first of all, um, we feel very strongly about Black Lives Matter and we stand in solidarity with protesters. Um, we recorded this podcast before any of this went down and we realized that we didn't want to pretend like nothing was happening. Correct. Um, with that in mind, uh, we would like to encourage you to donate if you are able to do so, but obviously it's important for you to find organizations whose mission resonates with you. Right, um, so there is a number of places where you could donate as well as sign petitions. Um, there's quite a few change.org positions out there, not just for George Floyd, but for many other people who have been affected by police brutality. Um, <clears throat> so please do your part in trying to find these petitions. They are everywhere on the internet at this point. You can find them and you can sign them. Um, I'm also encouraging you to donate to the George Floyd Memorial Fund, which is on GoFundMe, um, as well as the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Um, there are quite a few other places to donate, just like Julie was mentioning, but um, I just want to encourage other people that if you have the funds to be able to do, do your part and um, just do what you can to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, this movement may seem like, for some people, may seem like it's uh, become a big issue over a week, but this is something that has been going on for decades, um, if not centuries. <laughs> and so I would just like to encourage our listeners to try to educate themselves, um, as well as use their voice um, just with everyone who is protesting right now, those who have been jailed this weekend because of this, and definitely those who have been affected by police brutality, um, whether they are alive or not, is including their families and all of their loved ones who are affected by it. Um, and so we wanted to post this before our episode, just so, um, just to get the word out. <clears throat> and just show that we are also standing in solidarity. And um, for some of you, Minneapolis may seem really far away or, oh, things like that don't happen in my community, um, but it happens everywhere all around the world. So I yeah. would encourage you to find um, ways to take action in your own community as well. Mm -hmm. And... Um, especially for my fellow white people to find ways to educate yourself. Uh, the systems are not, like instances may raise awareness, but systems are not going to change unless we all do the work. So do some self-reflection right. and think about um, <clears throat> what we can do better. Yeah. I also want to encourage 
non-black people during this time to listen to black voices on the internet, um, <laughs> hear their cries, hear their calls for desperation, like they are hurting. We, I should say, I'm black. We are hurting right now. Um, and it is a very tough time. We go through this mass protesting at least once a year. Um, and it is really hard to see. Even the ones that don't get as much attention as these do, every single one hurts the same. Um, so please try to listen to Black voices, not just celebrities. Listen out to your friends that you know on the internet that are Black. Um, you know, their feelings are valid as well. If you are going out and protesting, um, I know protest has breached beyond America's borders. So if you are going out there and protesting, please do stay safe. There is still a virus out there. So if you're going out there to protest, please do wear your mask, bring your hand sanitizer. Um, definitely make sure you are taking the proper precautions before going out to protests. And just do your best to stay safe. So stay safe, stay healthy, and um, enjoy the pod. All right, we are recording. A little bit late this week. <laughs> How are you hanging in there? Uh, you know what? They'll get it when they get it. <laughs> the fact that we've been consistent for like what three or four weeks now, I can't really like can't ask for more than that. <laughs> I feel like it's bad that we're like we had a three week streak. <laughs> like that's, that's you know we're still right. posting this week, so it's yeah. not like you know this will count as week four for sure. Yeah, we're not going a wall like we did for three months. <laughs> True enough. True enough. <laughs> so, we are on episode three. Mm-hmm. And it was called what? I think it was like working together. Something. I did not write that down this time. <laughs> oh, way to work. Episode three, way to work. Oh, okay. And it says, Love Yourself Tour is about to come to an end, and the seven members realize they have to work hard to reach new heights and to even take a break from their responsibilities. With a lot on their minds, perhaps coming, perhaps overcoming their personal challenges and worries together as a team will lead them to achieve their dreams one day. Not sure what that perhaps is all about, but there you go. Where did you read that from? It's like the Weverse blurb. Oh. So... But yes, I watched it like when we first started doing our series, because I think we were getting confused about like what happened in what episode, and then I didn't watch any more since then. So <laughs> I was trying to revisit. This tastes like a pop tart. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna get it out of the way early, and we can like edit this and move it around if we want. But oh my god, that stage in Thailand, like when the staff were holding it up and they were dancing on it, and they're like, don't stand there. I'm like, they're literally like inches from death. Like, how is I this? Kind of janky sh- 
like what is this I was like, what am i looking at why are they literally holding the stage up and like trying to fix it while they're on it what's going on if they were performing at like a tiny club or something i could see like there being issues but at this like huge stadium i was like what even still it's like how was that cleared how did no one check it before they went on did it just suddenly break while they were on it like how do you have like that faulty of a stage that's really scary My we couldn't fell through that and that could have been really serious i know and they just kept going like i don't think anyone had any clue yeah and they were like sad that they couldn't dance in a certain spot like oh no i'm like bro you might fall through (laughs) that makes me feel so unsafe right like if bts these like very famous very successful pop stars are in like immediate danger of infrastructure collapse like what danger are we facing (laughs) and it was like and it was raining on top of that so it was just all kinds of like hazardous conditions that they were enduring during that one show. And it was the last show, wasn't it? And it was the last show for Love Yourself. Was like, I wonder if they like come prepared for that because someone had a drill and was like trying to drill stuff midway. And probably so like, gather under and no, like they seemed scared, but like no one seemed that scared. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they were kind of going with it. So I'm like, did someone like know that this could happen potentially? Like, let me just make sure I got a drill, like <laughs> some screws to make sure <laughs> that the stage stays together. Like, has this happened before? Like, why was somebody prepared for that? Yeah. <laughs> it's both like reassuring and makes you question even more. They probably have some insane stories and <laughs> we just haven't heard. I know. Yet. I would love, like, in my dream Delulu world, like, let me just pick your brain and like, buy bts drinks and just like tell me all the crazy shit that you have seen because like <laughs> i bet it is wild <laughs> crazy Ugh. uh yeah so that was my big one where i was just watching that in like absolute disbelief the other thing i want to say oh yeah there was rain in their tent as you pointed out i was just like what is going on um jungkook they were in that um two-star michelin restaurant in hong kong and he's like spinning the towel and like or like the wet napkin you know just like on his hand like a pizza repeatedly and i'm like (laughs) you can dress him up but you can't take him out or whatever the experience (laughs) like they're rich and famous and he's still just this kid like spinning napkins so i was like thinking about that and then i was like honestly that's like a big flex but namjoon was like i'm glad i'm not part of this world or something i was literally just watching that part what happened in this episode it starts mm-hmm. off in japan right there in when they were recording promise uh-huh and scenery uh-huh mm. There was a part where Namjoon was talking about how he already had to, like, start writing the intro for the next album. And I was like, what album? Are they talking about... I was confused. Like, are they talking about Persona? No. Or were they talking about Seven? I was thinking Seven. Because when they were getting on the plane to Hong Kong at Gimpo Airport... I think 
was it Jen or was it Suga that said that they'd been practicing the choreo for their new title track and they were all just like slumped over on this like bus and I was like is this the on choreo is this Black Swan but he didn't make an intro for seven right wouldn't it have been Shadow why would Namjoon write Yoongi's song I don't know. I just assume they all help each other. Like, even if someone has, like, main writing credits. And Shadow was, like, an interlude. It wasn't a intro, officially. So, I don't know. I was kind of confused. Like, for Seven, the intro was still Persona. Mm. And then the outro was Ego. I mean, it could be the next one. I don't know. It could be that far ahead. Yeah, I feel like they record stuff so far in advance. Like, even when we were watching the run episode earlier that they just released, um, like, Jungkook still didn't have his tattoos. And at this point, it's June. It's been nine months, pretty much, right? Uh-huh. Got them in September. Like, that content is more than nine months old. So. Yeah. It could be. Although, well, when, did, when did Promise come out? and scenery i can't remember it was like beginning of the year i think with promise december 31st of 2018 oh i lied so when was scenery released i think scenery came out at the beginning of january no the end of january january 30th january yeah 31st 2019 this was like october right no because they went to saudi arabia like in october this was earlier. This must have either been... No, this this had to have been, because Jin had the purple hair in the other run episodes we were watching, so that was like their Japan tour dates. Yeah. It was like super old. They must be editing different dates together, because it says they were in Fukuoka for the Love Yourself tour. Um, February 16th and 17th. Then they were in Hong Kong in March, and then they were in Thailand in April. So if they're interspersing clips of promise and scenery, the promise and scenery stuff was had to have been older than that because they would have been released by that point. Yeah, and then Map of the Soul Persona <laughs> came out April 12, 2019. So if they were interspersing older stuff, it could have been the intro for Map of the Soul Persona. Like, if that was the last thing he recorded. Yeah. Like, everything else was done, and he just has to do the intro, let's say. Mm -hmm. So, I don't actually know, but just guessing. That's kind of a confusing timeline. I know, like, why they would do that, just to, like, have equal content, like, spread out throughout episodes. Because I'm sure, like, anything else, things kind of come and go in waves. Yeah. But when I'm like trying to follow a sequential date and they're like, we're in Hong Kong in April, but we're still working on scenery. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah. There and was that. Jimin mentioned that him and Dom were supposed to do guitar lessons with uh, each other. <laughs> I know. I wonder how that went. Sign you up. I know. It's like they're probably like doing lessons now or have already. <laughs> That's cute um namjoon was not feeling it though you could tell it was one of those things that you're like yeah man let's do that sometime <laughs> and then they're like no following <laughs> through yeah forget about it i don't want to yeah 
his studio was so cute. Like, it was exactly what I expected it. Like, I know we've seen it before, but every time I see it, I'm like, he has his little wooden figurines everywhere and his, like, all wood table and his, like, not Mac desktop computer because they keep blurring out their phones and their computers so hard. Because <laughs> we all got to get that Samsung coin. Then they start getting into the sentimental stuff and you need talking about his like love-hate relationship with the job. Yeah. It's not the first time hearing him talk about this. Maybe I mean, they pretty much called it in our entire... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say like maybe in this docuseries, but I feel like for months now we keep hearing him talk about this with like the release of the mixtape and all this other stuff. So I'm like, I'm not surprised to hear him say it. That's literally what I was going to say. It was like, we just talked about this in our mixtape review. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not a surprise. The one thing that made me really sad was Jin. He said something like to gain, when you gain some things, you have to lose some things. <gasps> and he was saying like how these are from my older notes. So I'm like very loosely paraphrasing, but he was talking about like how he's lost some friends or like, yeah. it's really hard for him to maintain friendships. And that made me feel really sad. Like, I don't want my love to, like, right. be a burden to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he talks about, like, I think he made a joke about, like, aging pop stars or something and getting old. And I was like, yeah, I don't like this. Or, like, him still feeling like a, a regular person, but the world doesn't treat him as such. So, you know, regular Jen can't go out and do regular things that other people can do because he's a pop star so I think we talked about it in a different episode and we, maybe we cut it but this is the episode where Jimin goes to buy that iPad yeah and it's like the same thing because he like was literally <laughs> his tablet I should say but like he like runs into the store and has to like run out and people are taking pictures and then Hobie was saying how he gets scared of like the paparazzi yeah I'm like, okay so was it just it just happened to be a lot of people in the store or did they know that he was going to be there? Because that was actually really scary. The amount of people that were outside, like, filming him. Yeah. How did people know that he was going to be there? Or how could... Well, I guess he didn't wear... He, like, didn't wear the mask or whatever, right? Yeah, because they were but, talking about that. What a different world. But still, like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, You know, when you... You know, when you want to go, like, purchase something, sometimes the fun is actually going and, like, looking and, you know, getting to, like, play around with it and see if you, like, yeah. like it before actually buying it. And you don't even get that opportunity when you're at the level of fame that they're at. They just had to be like, all right, I want this one, buy, and had to have somebody else purchase it for him. He didn't even pay for it. He gave it to their, like, manager. Whoever. Yeah, that's so sad. That's so sad. Yeah. Why do people do that? Like, why can't you just mind your business? <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Why can't we just accept that, like, okay, I saw this person that I really admire. Why do I have to get photographic evidence of it and, like, video of it so that I can post it somewhere so people will believe me? You know, like, why do we have to be so up in their face about it? Why can't we just... Yeah just see them and accept it and be like yeah I saw Jimin that day but like why do I have to like bother him basically in order to prove that to other people basically because yeah. you're not doing it for yourself at that point yeah 
for sure. I don't know if there's an element of like, no one will believe me, which like, why don't we believe each other? You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, if you were like, I met Jimin at the Apple store, I might be like, mm-hmm, are you sure? <laughs> like, I don't know. Or well, would that be weird if I lived in Korea and I'm in an area where they frequent? I should not, like, not I think you were in Hong Kong, man. Oh, I guess that they're in another country. Yeah. But and I have a feeling with Hong Kong, like, it's so geographically small and so dense. Like, one person could have seen him in the Apple store, you know what I mean? And then, like, everyone could just, like, rush over. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I haven't been there, so I'm assuming. But just based on my limited geographic knowledge, it wouldn't take very long for a crowd to build up. Right. I don't know. Plus, even the Apple stores here, it's always like five million people in the Apple yeah. store. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Get your phone and go or get your phone fixed and go. Why is there so many people in the Apple store? There's always people hanging just out there hanging around. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Go to the food course. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on iPhones. Like, go, go like. Anyway. So you're never working at an Apple store, I take it? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or they were like in the car and they were like, I think there's paparazzi behind us. Yeah. What? I know. <laughs> alone. And okay. I didn't notice it the first time I watched, but it was right at that scene. Hobie and Jimin are getting back into the car. I think it was the paparazzi scene. It wasn't the Apple store. They had gone somewhere. Yeah, it was right, right after. Right after. And there's this chick like right up against the side of the van. Like the bodyguard is literally like setting a pick to keep her from like getting in the door of the car. And I'm like, this is not your like YN moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> step back. And I don't want to sound like a manager army, but it's just like, I know. I would be so hyped to see them. Don't get me wrong. I would definitely struggle with like, can I take like a picture or not? The like, logical part of me says no but like I know I would be like very emotional but I would never get like up in their face like to the point that like their bodyguard could like stiff arm me out of the way (laughs) I wonder if it's kind of like I don't know almost like something takes over you when you see someone of you know that you admire that much that you just don't act rationally you just kind of act on impulse but it's not like a good impulse like oh let me just stay here and watch it's like let me actually go rabbit <laughs> like, I, I guess I haven't been in that position so I won't understand it but I hope if I ever did I would make them uncomfortable the last thing I want to think about is the thought of me making my faves uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. and this is not related to the documentary, but related to the conversation. I don't know if you watched the festive video, the hour-long video. I watched, like, half of it. I was trying to watch it on my lunch the other day and didn't have time. In, like, one part, you, me, and Jim decided to go to the convenience store so they can get some items that they didn't have. And I don't know if it, I'm really hoping it was staff, but at one point, they were, like, Jimin's, like, on the floor, like, getting this product. And like the camera like turns around and there's someone like right there like in front of his face with the camera. 
<laughs> like so close. I'm like, I really hope that staff and not some random fan because she was so close. It was like back up. I'm like, they can't even make a quick run to the convenience store without someone being all up in their grill. Like back up. Oh, it just makes me sick. It's so like, oh. it's so like either extreme though, right? Because like we always hear about like Namjoon going to a museum or like biking along the Han River. And I think we've talked about this in other episodes or like, like why is it that in some ser- scenarios they're left completely alone? And then other right. times it's just like, you know, horror movie, like the cut scene where someone just like appears like right in front of you. I it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Poor them. Wild. I can't imagine not being able to go outside and just do normal things. You know, I'm like a very low-key person. The thing that stresses me out is like you can never look bad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna wear like some yoga pants today or like I didn't really brush my hair for this. We're just like hopping on the train real quick. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. You can never just like run out in your sweats to like grab something ever nope gotta have full-on security with you too crazy i'm like the last note i have was about the global conference but i didn't write anything i just said that they were at the global conference for mods persona the global conference like the press conference Uh uh-huh did they show that i must not have gotten to that part again at the end they showed them doing it but I, I didn't even watch that full thing, so I can't even make any comments on it. Um, let's see, running through. Yeah, I was like, Jungkook in a two-star Michelin restaurant, true celeb status, like spinning the wet napkin, stage collapsing, staff holding up underneath Save Me, Thailand, rain in their tent, Jin losing friends, they're in Fukuoka, recording Promise, Winter Bear, Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. I have no other comments on this. Is this going to be a short one? It is going to be a short one, unless you want to talk about Festa. Sure, yeah. I was going to say, do you want to talk about something else? I didn't watch Bong Bong Con, but I guess I watched the rest of Festa, so. Yeah. And I know you've seen enough of Bong Bong Con to just, like, know that I'm very upset about Yoongi. Like, I don't know what to do. Honestly, like, I can't stop thinking about that. That's, like, the only thing I've been thinking about. Pretty sure I dreamed about it the other night. Um, yeah, I'm, like, completely wrecked. He had that little mushroom cut. I'm like, are you telling me he was hiding that underneath that cut the entire time? <laughs> I can't, like, I'm so stressed out. I can't believe he actually did that. Oh, my God. Like, I've been praying for that freaking cut for so it's like long. every single outfit on Bon Bon Con. He was so high energy, like, he was so cute. I can't. That hair, it's just, like, everything about him. I'm like, look, I did not ask for this. I really can't. I you keep trying to, like, not look at clips, but then I give in and I see it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's, I feel like we can all collectively agree that, like, Yoongi is wrecking the entire fandom right now. Like, my entire Twitter feed is just people, like, welcome new yugi stands (laughs) i'm like the amount of things that he's put out this year like the last six months he's just been pumping out content so here he comes with his undercut and bogman con like come on king (laughs) 
insane. Let me rest for one second. No, like, spare me. This hurts. (laughs) I can't. Help, I I can't get up. (laughs) God. Um, Yeah. I need them to hurry up and repost it. Because I did not spend $35 for nothing. (laughs) I don't care what Big Hit tries to get me to do. Like, I'm not buying that membership. (laughs) I'm just not. I just, like, every year I'm, like, re- surprised it's been four years at this point right like i'm re-surprised at how much work they put in i know like it's like so much plot twist that i can barely keep up with it did you see the um music video for we're bulletproof eternal yes (laughs) yeah my entire uh, Twitter timeline was like, your faves don't care about you individually. And everyone was like, I'm in this music video. It's me, <laughs> that little purple blob. And I'm like, yeah, preach. I didn't need to cry. <laughs> I didn't need to cry that day. I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect that. And like the flashbacks through all the different eras were like uh, so on point. And then I saw someone say the reason that like on era wasn't in it was because they didn't get to spend it with ARMY. And I was like, Wow, you just exactly. stuck the knife into my chest, and now you're twisting the knife in my chest. I was thinking about that, because I'm like, On Air didn't feel different to me, because we're international fans, like, we're not at music shows, like, it, it didn't feel, like, different in the moment, but I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it definitely felt different for them, or it felt different for Korean Army that yeah. gets to go and see them more often, but yeah, it it just felt like another promotion for me, I guess, but. I think all of, like, seven felt weird to me, because, like, I think it came out, because we hosted the birthday party joint, like, album drop party. Yeah. Um, And then I think we went to the Eric Nam concert, and then, like, that Monday, wasn't it, like, the Monday after? I started, like, driving back and forth for work and, like, traveling a lot. And, like, I was listening, like, on my drives, and then, like, that stopped. But there was so much going on that, like, with COVID and just, like, in my work life that I was listening to the album, but I didn't have the same, like, mental energy to, like, maybe stream as much as I normally would. Like, I only watched the stages, like, last week. It was like we had the... We had the album release party, and then we had Hobie's birthday celebration, and then, like, that, the weekend after that, we were stuck in the house. (laughs) So, exactly. I feel like, yeah. I don't know. Crazy. I was, like, definitely very celebratory, and, like, I'm happy for it, but I also, like, just didn't have enough like mental space and time to like fully appreciate it which makes no sense because like lockdown but (laughs) but like oh just mentally trying to like deal with the whole virus thing going on just made it it made it rough it disrupted everything like I normally listen to music when I'm like you know on my way to and from work and stuff and so I wasn't able to do that obviously because I was stuck at home so that wasn't happening so it just I don't know everything just felt weird and I guess I was looking forward to going to the concert and 
getting to experience it live and that didn't happen so it just just feels weird I will say that's still like very fresh for me even though the date is like long past at this point like after watching Bong Bong Con live I was in such a weird mood like a huge part of me was like hyped up and happy and in love with Yoongi and they all looked like so well like fed and well rested and like they were all like super glowy and it was like wonderful right and it was like the first time in months where I had been like truly happy not anxious not thinking about anything else going on in the world just like completely immersed in something and then like after the fact I was like yeah that was amazing and like don't get me wrong I'm so grateful but then I started thinking about like the concerts we could have gone to in person and like (sighs) I don't know have you seen RM's ending ments online I don't want to like spoil anything for you no Okay. Well, that made me emotional too. And I'll, that's all I'll say. Yeah. And I'm just like really kind of sad the rest of the day. I know. I just have like no certainty in the future. I'm wondering though if, you know, I guess it wouldn't be social distancing, but I'm like, I wonder if everyone wore masks, would that reduce the risk of people contracting it? If you know everyone wore masks and somehow they have to like ramp up sanitation in bathrooms and maybe not serve food, maybe only serve like bottled water, like try to limit being able to do like hand to hand interactions somehow. I don't know. I wonder if yeah they would somehow still be able to hold concerts because I'm like, how do you put on a concert? And you socially distance people. That's not going to happen. It doesn't work like that. Unless you're on some, like, super, some, like, Coach Ella type thing where it's some really, like, large fields where people could spread out very far. But you can't guarantee, like, oh, you're going to be front row or anything like that. There's no seating. Yeah. Still with you was nice um oh yeah festa <laughs> yeah that was really nice we yeah, were talking about festa. i really like that song um i want to hear more stuff from him i hope he puts out his little mixtape soon tay was talking like he's gonna put out his mixtape this year so. yeah i know everyone's like tay giving spoilers left and right <laughs> so we'll see um yeah his vocals are so smooth i can't think of anything else i mean there was like v lives and stuff but nothing nothing in particular and now the wine's setting in i know join us as we drunkenly talk about festa reading the profiles was super cute like seeing what they all think of each other. I mean, it always is. That's... I know. The cutest thing. I'm kind of mad. Like, I saw a tweet, and it was like, do you know how hard it is to meet, like, one person you, like, really connect with on the level they connect with each other, let alone, like, seven? Exactly. I was just like, damn, they're right. Like, I'm so sad. I was like, are they okay? (laughs) This is a question we ask ourselves pretty much on the regular. Yeah. I'm like, um, are they all right? The one where Sugar was like, 
I'll be forever grateful to Hobie who like first extended his hand to me or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. Exactly. Your little hearts, Hobie was right for you. <laughs> like, bro, why are they so cute? I'm always like, I'm not even a shipper, but just like their friendship is so cute that I'm just like, I know. I'm like exploding hearts all the time (laughs) for their interactions same thing with like namjoon and jungkook not to mention okay we're going back to bangwon khan i'm sorry but i'm sure you have seen these tae and jimin holding hands while singing friends and it wasn't like a quick in passing thing either i didn't see it but like i'm not surprised i'm just like wow you guys can't do this to me (laughs) And then there were the memes of, like, them holding hands behind Namjoon's back as they were, like, walking off at the end. And all these people were like, what did Namjoon ever do to you? <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. They need to hurry up and review that. Like, dang, post yeah. it. I'm sorry. I thought you would have seen that. My Twitter feed was, like, exploding beam in love. I was trying to, like, scroll past videos quickly, <laughs> but, I mean, there's only so much. <sighs> I still didn't spoil that much. There's a lot that happens in that performance, so you'll be just like screaming nonstop. Try not to throw your computer across the room. It's not fair. How long are they gonna take? They're supposed to like a month from now. The Probably. funny thing was they released that. <laughs> Those stats of like, yeah, Bang Bang Khan had like 700, over like 700,000 people tune in at one time. <laughs> you know, good and well people were watching that illegally. It was like 3 billion people watching that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, well, I was surprised because when it ended, I was like on my happy little cloud nine. This was before like the depression set in. And I was like, wow, so wholesome. Can't wait to see like what everyone else thinks about this. And half of the timeline was just like people berating each other for like either streaming illegally or like reporting illegal streams and like eat rich army. And like, I was just like, wow, this timeline is not the place <laughs> right now. Like people are mad. Meanwhile, I just wanted to be like Yungi's undercut and like everyone was feuding. And I'm like, I did not come here for this. I can't believe y'all got up at 5 a.m. to watch that. I didn't think I would, honestly. I was, like, delirious, and, like, our cacao talk was, like, blowing up, and I was, like, can I even string, like, more than two words together? Like, do I want the liability of, like, me messaging people at, like, 5 a.m. and them potentially, like, misunderstanding me? Mm-mm. But it was great. It was so good, but I could, like, barely text. Like, I don't know about you. Like, I even find, I love our watch parties, don't get me wrong, but it's, like, hard for me to, like, read subtitles and type messages at the same time. So I feel like I'm using, like, the most obnoxious, like, shorthand ever. I'm just, like, Hobie Vest or, like, OMG, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, three-word sentences because I'm, like, trying to focus. Like, I was not a super – I was a somewhat active Kakao Talk chat participant. But, like, when it's live streaming and you can't run it back, I'm just, like, I gotta focus. <laughs> Was it subbing in real time? or, or It was. Like- it was, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure they had, like, planned their ments and stuff in advance. You know, like, I'm sure the translator had some idea of, like, what was coming, but they were translating it live time. I see. So. It took me, like, a good second to realize 
um, that subtitles were available, like, it kind of shows the sorry state of affairs where I just assumed there wouldn't be subtitles. Did it have that six camera thing? It did. Now, it was a little bit laggy, like, when you switch between cameras, so I didn't switch that much, just because, again, I didn't want to miss anything. Um, they did have multi-angle cameras, but, like, I would say, like, default camera one was the best, in my opinion, unless you wanted to track, like, one member, but it wasn't, like, consistent member fan cams. It was, like, whoever's turn it was or whoever they were looking at at any given time now they did have a straight on i think our cacao talk was calling it like a dance practice camera so it was like literally straight on the stage and did not waver so it must have just been like at a fixed point i'm like how did you find it to watch it did it (laughs) i honestly don't remember because it was like 4 45 a.m and i was like panicking i was just like texting christine like how do i get in And she, like, very patiently walked me through everything. But you basically had to go into your, like, receipt on Weavers and, like, click some kind of link on that receipt. And then it would take you not even to Weavers, I don't think. I think it was on, like, I I could be wrong about this, but I think it was on, like, Keysway or whatever that was. Yeah, it was on a different way, whatever that website was, yeah. Yeah, it's not even, like, in my purchases. (laughs) I don't know. It was confusing to find, but I found it, luckily. Although I will say they say you could have two devices at once, but, like, my phone was lagging way behind my computer. But I do have an iPhone 6, so Mm -hmm. that could be the lag. But Better repost that damn thing. I'm sure they will. I was I was concerned though when you were like we're gonna wait and watch it later because I was like the Korean like ratings review board has to watch it like. So I read that, but like I didn't put two and two together that it was going to like take a long time. I'm like, what does that mean? My mom to rate it. Just my mom was talking it. about it. She's like, is there something there to be rated? And started right. looking at me, and I was like, no. And, like, they're performing songs that they've already performed and have a rating. So why does it require a whole review board to rate it again? Like, yeah, maybe their comments, like, in the in-between. Because they did have periods in between where they were, like, sitting on a couch and, like, chatting. Because I just thought it was going to be, like, V-Live where, okay, you didn't watch it live, but it's going to be reposted, like, two hours yeah. later. That would make sense. I wonder if it's because it was, like, a company-sponsored broadcast. I don't know. But I assume, like, Big Hit sets up all of the V-Lives and such. So I don't know. I don't understand the legalities, but I'm not a lawyer. And I'm certainly not familiar with the Korean legal system. (laughs) When I watched Bong Bong Kong, like, you know, the actual concert, like, eight-hour thing, Mm -hmm. that messed my whole day up. So I was like, I cannot get up at 5.30. And, um, yeah, try and be functional for the rest of the day. Plus, we had the protest that we did. Yeah. I can't get up at 530. I just cannot. Honestly, it kind of did mess up my day. So I will say a few things. For some reason, I had it in my head that it was like 530 to 10. 
I don't know why I thought that. I did too. I thought it was going to be like five like, hours long. Maybe we saw that somewhere because like I don't know why I would have randomly thought that, but I did think that. And it ended up being like maybe an hour and a half, which is a more reasonable amount of time for them to be like dancing and performing. Right. But it did really seem to fly by. And I was wondering like, is this the normal length of a concert? But just when you're not standing outside all day, you know what I mean? Like, right. It really does go this fast because I they were like Jungkook said something like, "Well, this is our final song," and I was like, <laughs> Brianna and I were messaging in the chat, and we were like, "He's joking, right? Like, <laughs> it's not over." And I don't know if you saw this on your timeline, but like, a lot of people were mad because there were still ads. Like there were like basically commercial breaks, and it was all BTS commercials, like oh. things that they had done, but there was like. The Limona sponsorship, the like Chilsung Cider sponsorship, the like Samsung sponsorship, like pretty much all not all the ads they've done, I'm sure, but like many more recent. Fila, oh my god, Fila, how much did Fila pay them? Because they are hyping up Fila on every single thing. Like even when the package was like Fila picks, like I was like, what were the terms of this contract for real? Like, but a lot of people were mad because they're like, why did I pay? You know. 20 or 30 dollars to then sit and watch probably half an hour's worth of ads and an hour and a half concert but it wasn't in like set chunks i think it was to like buy time for like costume changes or stage changes because the stages were like super elaborate Mm. so i understand why people are mad like i made a joke in our group chat that it's like hulu with ads after you already pay for hulu you know (laughs) you're like what no but, um, yeah, I can only assume it, like, helped big hit offset costs. Probably. And also recoup. I mean, one Bong Bong Con, no matter how many people watch it, is not going to make up for the equivalent of a tour. Yeah. So people were running calculations of what they made, and it was like, <clears throat> wow. So. Yeah. I'm like a regular show they have no openers so it probably is about an hour 30 no more than two hours if you think about it yeah i mean they usually have like the vcrs and stuff anyway right so i don't know why there were a few very brief vcr type things but i think the commercials kind of filled the intermediate or not intermediate interim Wow, I'm really feeling this red wine. This interim, <laughs> um, like, period, the time in between. So, yeah. like, some of their sets were insane. I can't wait for you to watch it. And, like, I want to, like, do a whole episode just dedicated to that. Because, like, I don't want to hype it up too much. But, like, the lighting, the outfits, the, like, thought they put into everything, in my mind, was, like, 100% worth the cost. Even with the annoying ads. <laughs> Oh, one day, maybe six months from now, we'll post it. (laughs) Just one day. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's nothing I can say to you right now, but just one day. (laughs) Annoying. Uh, All right. Well, I don't know if you watched the clips Christine and I sent. I know you were trying to avoid. No. I mean, what clips? I don't have any clips. We got to cut that out from the pot. But I, when Just One Day came on, I, like, screamed and dropped my phone. 
So it's like I didn't really played it. Why'd you spoil it for me? I didn't spoil anything. We you were just did. The chat. <laughs> you just the did. We sent you. But you I didn't look at the video. video. If we were like talking about it. No, you were like, this one's for you, Kalea. And I was like, okay, but I'm not watching it, so I don't know what it is. Blah 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 blah. It's not. I I take it back. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Also, I've been feeling emo thinking about, like, if concerts end up going virtual. Like, I was already feeling emo because I bought this Namjoon hoodie, which was, like, him from a fan sign, right? And I was like, I'll never attend, like, a fan sign event. Like, it's never going to happen. And then I was like, no, with COVID, they're literally never going to fucking do fan signs. Like, holding hands with all those people, signing the books that they touched, like, it just made me very sad. Like, I mean, they'll never do it because it's too risky for them. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Like, when you think about, like, high touch, which I feel like is a uniquely K-pop thing. Not that they've been doing high touches for a while, but even for, like, other groups. Like, it's way too risky to be touching, like, thousands of people. That is so true. sitting. Like, I would not be surprised if just in general there are no more, like, high touch or fan signs ever. Maybe fan signs. It's hard to say, though. Is if they, like, have vaccines. Well, that's the end of our episode. We will talk to you when we feel like it next. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe next week. Oh, man. When are we going to edit it? (laughs) We are out of here. Uh, All right. Bye. Peace. (laughs) All right. I'm going to hang up for real.